In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. is I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Well, hello, 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 people. How are you? We are good. We are well over here on the East Coast at ETS, Equipping the Saints Ministries. I am so glad to be back on the air with you. It has been a minute. If you've been listening uh, the last few weeks, then I know you... um, heard some encore presentations of our show. We had some other ministry obligations and we had a holiday that just passed. So it's been a little while since we talked and I am so excited and so glad to be on the air with you. I can't believe it. I'm actually excited. I was telling my husband I actually feel a little bit nervous like this is my first time because it's been a while but I think that's a good thing that's like that nervous energy because to me you don't ever want to get to the place where you just think you have this thing all sewed up not when you're doing a work for the Lord when you're doing a work for the Lord and you think that you've got it down pat and you can just go with it without any um reservations, then I think you're bordering on um, operating in self. And you know what? I need the Lord every day of my life, every hour, every minute, every season. (laughs) I need him. And I would not be doing this if it were not for his grace and for his love and for his mercy and what he's done for me in my life. I wouldn't be doing this. I would not be doing this because I wouldn't have what it takes to do it. And this is serious stuff that we talk about on this show. This is some serious things. It's serious issues. And um, I, I I, I am not prideful enough to think that I could minister to the needs of people on my own and simply through my own experiences. It has to be. It has to be buffered 
with insight from the Holy Ghost, from the Lord himself, from his word. Otherwise, to me, it's just carnality. It's just intellect. It's just psychology. And that might get you somewhere, but it won't get you where you need to be. And that is free, people. I am free. I want to see some of you get set free. Set free from your own issues, uh, maybe issues of your past, maybe sin issues, maybe struggling with bondage in your life. I want to see you get free. This is the season. This is the time for people to get free. Get free from the weight and the bondage of this world and what this world has to offer and be free in Jesus Christ. He said, whom the Son set free is free indeed. So guess what? Guess what? I have a special guest and a very, very, very good dear friend that's going to be joining me tonight. Um, we, she and I, her name, by the way, is Romika White. Uh, she's probably listening at this moment, but we are going to be sipping some tea because I haven't been able to do that in a while with you all. We're going to be sipping some tea and we are going to be talking girl talk. But I have to warn you, this is grown up girl talk. This is girl talk because we're, we're women, but this is grown up girl talk. Okay. Um, if you are a young woman, Hope, perhaps even if you're just a woman, even if you're not young, um, hopefully we can, we can share some things with you that will help you along your way today. But especially if you are a young woman, um, I think we can, we can share some things with you tonight that are going to be of some help to you. Um, perhaps you're a young woman who is thinking about marriage, um, who hasn't gotten married yet. Or if you are married, if you are just a, 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 well, you know, married or unmarried, if you're preparing for marriage or if you are married, you might want to tune into this show and see if there's something in it for you. Okay. I'm going to invite, I was going to say a little bit more about what our show is going to be about, but I think I'm going to include my guest in this, in this as I set you up for what the show is going to be tonight. Okay. So are you there, Miss Ramika? Yes, I am. Can you guys hear me well? Oh, yes, dear. I hear you loud and clear. I'm so excited you're on the air with me. <laughs> you know me quite well, so you know I got to do my little crazy, I'm excited kind of thing, right? Amen. And I'll just do my amen. <laughs> <laughs> well, people, like I said, this is a very, very uh, good and dear friend of mine. Um, Ramika and I have labored in ministry together for years now. Um, I would say 
Oh my goodness. I, I was trying to count again today because, you know, I'm getting older and I, and it's hard for me to keep track of things like I used to, but I know it's been over 10 years since we've known mm-hmm. each other. Right. Yeah. been about, about what, 10, 12 almost. <sighs> I know. I believe we did. We meet in 99. I think so. Because, well, I know I was ordained in 99, and I know that you all were at my ordination uh, ceremony, but we met just slightly before that ordination, I believe. Um, so that would be at about least... About 11 years, yeah, about 11, 12 years now. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to rely on your memory because you are a little bit younger than I, but I'm so excited to have you on the air. I've been looking forward to this day. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> the Lord is so good. People, Ramika is pastor, um, co-pastor, I should say. She's co-pastor with her, with her wonderful husband. Charles White of Liberty Christian Center in South Dakota. And you guys hear me talking about them all the time, their ministry. We we announce their ministry all the time on the air. And just in case you guys are wondering, my honey, um, Christopher, he probably won't have too much to say, but he is listening and he is supporting us in the background. Are you there, Minister Chris? Hello. Hi. How are you, dear? Oh, I'm just wonderful. Good. (laughs) Well, I know it's been a minute since you've talked to the Whites. Do you at least want to say hi to my buddy and to our friend? Hello, Sister Ramika White. How are you? I'm uh, working on my radio voice, so this is how I sound on the radio. <laughs> it sounds all right. It sounds pretty good. <laughs> Glad to hear from you, and this is probably all you'll hear from me. So, good to hear. Well, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked because I know you. So, amen. <laughs> amen. Uh, well, I was telling our guest. Um, I was telling our guest. That I just lo- I lost my train of thought for a minute there because I was looking at the I don't have my cues on my screen for some reason and that's interesting I usually have cues that oh there it is two minutes I was getting ready to say I know that we're getting close to the break but we got two minutes and I want to at least tell our guest what you and I are going to be discussing tonight and I was getting ready to tell them that this is grown up girl talk. We're going to be talking girl talk, but this is growing up girl talk. Um, If you are a young woman, maybe getting ready to marry, or even if you are married and your man, your husband likes to look at other women, lust after other women, fantasize about other women, um, what should you do? What should you do about that? Uh, Ramika and I were talking er, uh, yesterday, actually, and um, that was kind of a question that she posed to me, and I'm going to let her paraphrase it in case I didn't put it just right, but that's kind of giving you an idea of where we're going tonight. Um, after the break, I'm going to let her pose the question to me in her words. We are going to give you the biblical perspective. 
the spiritual and the godly perspective, because we know that you can't win this battle, that you can't deal with these types of issues and overcome these types of issues in the flesh. Can I get an amen on that one? <laughs> okay. So this is good stuff, ladies. This is going to be some good stuff. If there's men listening, you know, this might give you some insight too. We got a break coming up. Get your tea. Are you drinking tea tonight, Ramika? I am. I'm actually sipping on orange blossom hibiscus. Oh, cool. When we come back from the break, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to be sipping on. Okay, so hold tight. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after the break. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Liberty Christian Center, located in Box Elder, South Dakota. They are a non-denominational, Bible-based, Holy Spirit-led deliverance ministry. Pastor Charles and Romika White, Liberty Christian Center. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ali Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on Togenet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopreet. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Thank God I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, okay, people, so I'm back on the air, and I've got uh, Ramika White as my special guest, and I have pretty much already introduced her to you, but um, Ramika, is there anything that you would like to say about yourself um, to introduce yourself tonight? Um, first of all, I want to just say hi to my husband. Um, he's out of town at the moment, so... Uh, the children and I were holding the fort down. Um, All right. So if anybody is questioning, I am uh, a the wife of Mr. Charles White, and we have three lovely children. Um, their ages are 13, 12, and 11. Mm-hmm. And 
other than that, we we just love Jesus and just excited to be here and just ready to to, to get the get the ball rolling. Amen. Okay, tell us how long have you been pastoring? Mm. We've been pastoring now. I wish my husband was uh, was here because he keeps up with all that stuff. We got role <laughs> reversal, so he's the brain. Um, I'll say at least we've been doing it at least um, uh, uh, officially with our own ministry at least uh, five years now. Um okay four or five years now, um, we pretty much, as you already know, but the public may not know, we frequented some of the same churches. And so we've been doing ministry for longer than that, but actually having our own physical, um, uh, because some people like to separate the two, um, having our own physical, actual church where we're responsible for other people. We've been doing that about, uh, about four or five years now. Okay. Okay. And how long have you been a wife? How long have you been married? Oh, boy. You really jewelry, huh? Um, <laughs> all the sentiment out there, I feel your pain. Um, these are things that we're supposed to remember. <laughs> so she's putting me on the spot. Um, but, uh, yeah, what did we get married, actually? Now that I come to think about it, that's really sad, isn't it? Um, not sad, not sad. Just, I, I should have warned uh, you. What'd you Go say ahead. there? I, I, not what? sad. I should have probably warned you that I was going to ask you this, but I didn't think about it until after we talked. Uh, I, I just want people to get a feel for your life experiences. That's why I'm asking you these questions. So, well, let's just say we've been married over 11 years, so let's, let's, let's just say that. Okay. <laughs> All right, and you've already told us that you're a mother of three wonderful children. So yep. people, um, and do you mind telling us your age, Ms. Ramika? I know some women are sensitive about that, but, but would, do you mind telling no, us your I'm age? I'm not sensitive what? about that. That's just a number. Um, I'm a whopping 33. Okay. So, amen. Uh, Thirty-three years young. That that mm-hmm. that's that that's not a bad thing. Amen. Not at all. We're ashamed of our ages. Right. I don't know why we have those issues, but we don't have to be ashamed of our ages. Well, I want the women, especially if there's any young women listening, to know you know that they hear from me a lot, and they might consider me to be old school or out of touch or you know, antiquated, as, as one young lady recently told me, nobody's interested in your, um, your old school ways. You know, the, your, your ways don't affect or, or reach anybody anymore. So I just want the young women who are out there uh, to know that this is a young woman. This is a young woman who has been in ministry uh, in various forms of ministry uh, for some time now, who is married, who does have children. So she's got some life experiences, uh, served in the military um, for several years uh, also. So does have some life experiences in addition to uh, she knows the Lord. So, and he's the greatest teacher of all. So, so we don't run out of time. Why don't you pose that question to me? 
that came up in our conversation. We were discussing uh, preparations for tonight's show. Put the question in your words um, that you asked me. Well, pretty much um, what the Lord has been um, dealing with me about and then the question that I've been um, getting from women here lately is uh, for a woman who is uh, a Christian, who's a child of God, and and her husband is also a Christian, um, and she may be a woman who has been sexually abused, verbally abused. What does she do with the husband who is bound by pornography and lust issues? How can a Christian woman who has issues herself that uh, deals with Again, like I said, uh, sexual abuse, she may have been molested. Uh, she may have some broken areas in her life. How does she now deal with a husband who suffers from pornography, um, masturbation, or, you know, lust? How does she deal with that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that opened, a, a, of course, a, a can of worms, so to speak. I mean, that that's a a loaded question. It's one that's hard to answer in just a few words. So we're probably going to be kind of all over the place uh, with this people. But if you listen, I think you can follow. Um, before I give my response to that question, can you give us some kind of not, not give us any, any specific person's situation but give us kind of some some scenarios of what these women who have been coming to you or who you've been encountering are dealing with put it in a picture that the uh, the listeners can understand exactly okay we said they're dealing with masturbation possibly or lust issues but can you give us kind of some sort of a scenario of of one or two of the situations uh well uh, just didn't make it general, though. Um. Uh, I would try to make it as, as general as possible. Um, most of the women have the same thing in common. Um, and what I mean by that is that when you get down to the root of things, when you, when you, when you get down to the nitty-gritty, um, you'll come to find out um, that uh, the, the husband and the wife, uh, they've now gotten married and uh, the wife finds out during the course of the marriage uh, that her husband has lust issues. It first starts with, you know, just being out, out and about in public, you know, with one another, and the husband's eyes um, gazing at what walks by, um, uh, little things like that, and then uh, leading to, uh, you know, being on the computer, uh, late at night, uh, looking at things um, that are not godly uh, and, and sometimes catching them or the husbands, because they feel guilty, um, come to their wives to ask them for help. And uh, it totally just throws the wife for a loop. Um, that's pretty much the gist of it. But when you get down to the nitty-gritty of talking to uh, both parties, you come to find out in most cases, not all cases, that the wives have uh, had some type of sexual abuse um, 
uh, that has happened to them. And so this just triggers a whole big uh, mess of things. And it has to be dealt with um, from both sides because a lot of the times when these things are exposed, the wives just immediately go, okay, well, he's brought this into the home. Our, 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 our marriage is now destroyed. I can't believe you did this. You cheated on me. But then when you go to find out, some of them have unresolved issues themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think as we were discussing earlier, too, uh, along with that reaction that a lot of them have, you know, because there's, there's an offense there. There's definitely a level of offense that, that you feel when you experience that kind of um, situation. But along with that, a lot of, lot of them respond by saying, okay, now I'm going to punish this, this person by withholding myself from them. Um, they are really just, you know, turned off by this person. He's, he's sick, he's perverted, he's, you know, it's just a really disdainful type of a response that I have to say does not help the situation. Actually, does not help the situation. Um, so is this a good time for me to kind of give, give my response to this question? Yes, I think it's good because uh, uh, it, it sheds to light a lot of things. And I think that, um, again, like you started off the, the conversation, this is a topic that's for mature women. Uh, and let me say this before you get started, because we kind of been talking about this uh, a little bit earlier. Um, let me first make a disclaimer by saying, if you're going to debate, if you're going to argue, um, we're just here to give you what the Word of God says and how to deal with these things. At the end of the day, you can take it or leave it, but God's Word still remains the same. And this is for mature women. I'm not talking about um, uh, a girlfriend and a boyfriend situation. This doesn't relate to a girlfriend-boyfriend situation where you have a young lady or an older lady or a lady just in general who has a man who that she is dealing with and she has these problems. You're out of order anyway, especially if you're saying that you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. You're out of order anyway. I'm talking to married women uh, who have these issues in their home, and it's tearing their marriage apart. And some may be on the edge of divorce. So, yes, this would be a good time. So uh, we're here to give you the word. And, and bottom line, what you need to take away from the conversation is, at the end of this, the word, well, before this, the word of God needs to be your standard. Mm-hmm. Because that's we're going to give you. You need not just to be a hearer of the word, and you need to be a doer of the word. And what we're saying to you tonight is going to take work on your part. Amen. So, so this would be a good spot to 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 to, to put yes to answer that question. <laughs> okay. Well, we got about. 14 seconds before the break, so I'm going to start, start answering that question by reading to you a statement from my book about deliverance. Ah, here comes the tunes. If you have been victimized by sexual immorality, you must first realize the magnitude and prevalence of this offense is bigger slash greater than you. 
That's my opening statement. Has a statement. tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Thursday nights, get ready for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette, at 11, 10 Central on Togginet.com. What are the Read My Lips Tips for Success? Well, it's spelled out like this. R. Realize it is possible. E. Embrace all relationships. A. Advance through adversity. D. Develop your significance. M. Manage your health and wealth. Y. Yield to your natural abilities. L. Listen to your heart. I. Invest in yourself. P. Persist by taking small steps. And S. Serve others. Each week on the show, you'll find a safe haven whereby tips, insights, and strategies are shared by Linnea and her guests. Go to Linnea's website, readmylipstips.com. Then join us Thursday nights at 11, 10 p.m. Central for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette on toginet.com. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness and to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls or we can make information available to you via email. Equipping the Saints Ministries is home-based in Maryland. You may write to us at Post Office Box 1616, Clinton, Maryland, 20735, or email us at vir2us1 at verizon.net. Thank God I am Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com, the show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, we're back, people, and I want to um, remind you of the statement that I made just before we went to break. If you have been victimized by sexual immorality, you must first realize the magnitude and prevalence of this offense is bigger, comma, greater than you. When I say sexual immorality, I am talking about sex in a way that is outside of God's plan for mankind. Sexual immorality is more than, I mean, yes, it is rape. Yes, it is incest. Yes, it is um, that kind of abuse, but it is also fornication. It is also sex outside of marriage. Um, it is also uh, having... having uh, Pornography uh, being an issue in your life uh, and pornography comes in different forms. It doesn't have to be hard porn. It can be things that you are watching on TV. 
um, shows that you're watching on TV, some of these commercials, I mean, just sexual sex outside of how God intended it to be, which is between a man and a woman, a husband and a wife. So if you've been victimized by sexual immorality, you've got to first realize that this situation, the prevalence of this is much bigger than you. You can't approach this from, um, uh, 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 you know, a me, 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 woe is me, I am the victim, and and this is why is this happening to me? Approach, you can't, and and it's and it's a hard thing to say. It's a hard thing to say because, and you won't even begin to be able to look at it that way in that in that big picture, so to speak, without the help of Christ, without the help of God, without the Holy Spirit to to you know, strengthen you and to give you that kind of um, fortitude, that kind of strength to, to stop looking at me, 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 and look at the sin issue. Look at the fall of mankind issue. Look at the fact that all of us have sinned and come short of God's glory. Okay, so if you weren't pure yourself when you got married, Let's say you and your husband had relations before you even got married. You've been a victim of sexual immorality. Okay? If you weren't a virgin yourself, you've been a victim of sexual immorality. If he wasn't a virgin before you got married, you've been a victim of sexual immorality. You know, more than likely he had this lust issue before he met you. That is probably... What attracted you all to each other in the spiritual sense, in the spiritual realm? Not, this is not a conscious thing all the time, but in the spiritual realm, you know, we are spiritual beings and like spirits do attract one another. So below the surface, if you will, um, these things are going on and oftentimes we don't know what the influence is and why we you know, some people call it chemistry. That's a, that's a word for it. Some people call it chemistry. Well, a lot of times it's chemistry, all right, but it's like spirits. You may be a professing Christian. You may have accepted Christ as your Savior, but you haven't been delivered from some sin issues in your own life. You haven't been delivered from lust issues perhaps in your own life, and that's how you even attracted each other. You have anything to say on that, Miss Mika or Mika? Um, and that that what you said right there is very true. Um, because um, and again, everybody's situation is is different. And for the sake of time and for the sake of the radio show, we don't have time. Um, I would say if you have something specific, because um, I'm just speaking of what I've been dealing with here currently. Um, mm -hmm. There's different scenarios. Uh, you may have been the wife where you waited for your husband and you come to find out that, you know, he has these um, issues. Um, uh, but what I'm talking about and what we're dealing with is women that I have encountered, and please call in to the show if you actually have a specific issue that you would like to discuss or talk about. But um, when you're talking, what, what we're talking about is cases that we've actually dealt with, and, mm -hmm. and, and it's 
like you said, a lot of the times uh, uh, the women that I counsel privately, they, they, they're married now. Uh, they, they're, they're married to Christian men, and a lot of them uh, uh, that have uh, husbands like this, uh, they come to find out they've been abused some form or way them other, their, themselves, whether it was rape, whether it was uh, ancestral molestation, whether it was verbal, some form, kind of abuse, or whether they've even struggled with pornography and masturbation and, and lust issues themselves. Um, and so what they need to get from what you're saying is just because – you know, you had your high school time, you had your college years, and all that stuff is behind you, um, and now you get married. And a lot of the times the woman's attitude is, okay, well, you know, I, I, I got married to this guy. I've, I've, um, I've married my husband now. You know, all that stuff should cease, you know, the whole for better or for worse, you know, all this other stuff. We're done. So as far as I'm concerned, that stuff was in my past. That stuff was, you know, done away with. Um, you can't count that because we're dealing with this now, not understanding exactly what you said, which was you need to go back because this is why counseling before marriage for the Christian is so important because you can't use marriage as an excuse um, as to why this door has been closed. And again, we're going to get into that, but this is for mature audiences, <laughs> mature women, because again, like you addressed, um, it's well, called let me, so let, let me let me clarify what you just said. You can't expect marriage. You're saying you can't expect the fact that you get married to close all those doors and to solve all those issues, right? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I'm saying. Okay, okay. Because you get that paper, that license, because you go through the ceremony and you get married and you say you're making these commitments to one another, that that in itself will not close all these old doors and resolve all these old issues. No, because, again, I'm talking about a specific group of women. Right. And, um, and, and I'm talking about cases, like I said, that we have actually um, dealt with. Your situation may be a little bit different, but the subject is still the same. Um, right. Because to come to find out with a lot of these women, um, They've had sexual relations with the husband that they're with now prior to getting married. Some mm-hmm. have had children as a result, um, and they figured, oh, okay, well, you know, God forgave us, and, and all that is true. But if you've never got any counseling, mm-hmm. if you've never got any, uh, uh, um, any, any, any type of godly counsel, because let me clarify that, if you haven't gotten any type of godly counsel to close those doors, marriage was not the door that closed those open doors. It, it didn't mm-hmm. stop there. So when you have um, these issues later on leaking into your marriage and you're trying to trace where in the world did this come from, because, you know, us as women, um, and many of the women that I talk to, the first thing they go, well, why is he doing that? He has me. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, why mm-hmm. looking at other women? He has me. Am I not pretty enough? If I am, I am I too big? Am I too skinny? Um, what would make him? You know, I I cook for him or I clean for him or you do all the domestic duties that you're supposed to do. You 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 do all the things that you know to do is right from the best of your ability. Why is he stepping outside of our marriage? Um, mm-hmm. What did I do to um, to cause this? Um, and so you have to go back um, and look at uh, and keep the focus of what door was open. What 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 was it that caused this to be an issue? And right. go back, trace the steps, and then deal with them because sin is sin is sin is sin, and it's sin that opened the door in the first place. So you mm-hmm. need to go back and retrace the steps, and then go from there. Exactly. Amen. 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 I couldn't have said it better myself. It brings us smack right back to the deliverance issue. Even as professing Christians, even as believers, there's a lot of Christians who are believers or who profess who have never been delivered themselves from sin. The, the the residue of sin, the effects of sin still control their lives. Same thing with the partner. Same thing with the husband. Many a times the husband hasn't been delivered either. And so the 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 issue of sin and conquering sin, even when it comes to sexual immorality, has never been dealt with. And and I'm gonna take it a step further to say that godly counsel is good that's the beginning but then some people also need deliverance they -hmm. need to go through the deliverance process uh what is that process y'all got to get the book overcoming sexual abuse is that the name of it? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't said it in so long. It's like, did that sound right? Overcoming sexual abuse. You need to get the book because there is a process. And the first step is realizing what I said. The prevalence and the magnitude of this is bigger than, than you are. Okay. It's bigger than your spouse. He or she can't combat this on their own either. They need the help of God. They need the power of the Holy Spirit and the grace of God to transform their lives. You need to, as Ramika is saying, Pastor White is saying, how look at, go back and retrace the steps. How could your lifestyle or your actions have predisposed you to this situation? And by you know? no am I saying that it is because, you know, I'm sorry, did I lose you? Oh, no, that's okay. We'll come back after the break. Oh, okay. All right, dear. (laughs) Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, abuse, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have loved and been rejected, 
who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived abuse, molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may see or find themselves in Diane Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of the story of me online at www.authorhouse.com or any of the major bookstores. Why do I feel so lousy? Why are my medications working? Why can't my doctor figure me out? These are just a few of the questions Dr. Kevin Connors will be exploring in Dr. Kevin Connors Live every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. The author of the book, Help My Body is Killing Me, solving the connections of autoimmune disease to thyroid problems, fibromyalgia, depression, ADD, ADHD, and more. He'll dig into these and many other conditions to dissect the mechanisms of your problems. Giving God the glory and looking for answers to make you look and feel better. To make you feel whole again. For more on him, his book, and the show, check out UpperRoomWellness.com. Never be satisfied with a diagnosis. There is always a reason behind it. And if you can alter the mechanisms that led you down your current path, we can change your future. It's Dr. Kevin Connors, live, Monday nights at 9, 10 Central, here on Togginet.com. Thank God I am free. I am free. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Togginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, I don't want to take away from yours. You were in the middle of a a clarification, you said, and I'm not by any means saying... Um, I wanted to just clarify because, um, again, I, I'm not trying to say, and no, and, and there is, uh, by any means, we are not trying to say that it is the wife's fault. That is not what we're trying to say. What I'm trying to say is, and, and like we uh, addressed from the beginning, how does a woman who is a Christian who has been through abuse herself uh, deal with a husband who has these kinds of issues. And basically what we're trying to drive home is if you are a woman of God and you have been abused in any way, shape, or form, um, and you come to find out that now your husband has sexual issues, you're going to have to get free yourself from your own issues mm-hmm. in order to in a position to help him out. And yes, you can help him out. Uh, You have to understand that this is your husband. Um, You took vows. Uh, This is a vow made unto the Lord um, to stick this out. You do remember the vows, for better or for worse. This is, you know, a time where this may be worse, (laughs) but the better is coming. But you have to seek God's face, um, get delivered yourself, and then you can be in a position to help him because God calls us women of God, um, help me. 
And uh, like we discussed earlier, and I believe it was um, Dr. Miles Monroe, uh, that put it so eloquently, he said that um, he was explaining the role of the woman as the helpmeet, and he said, and I'm paraphrasing, that uh, we're called to be our husband's helpmeet. And if I'm a helper to my husband, then that means, in the example um, that I believe he gave, and I might be butchering it, but uh, if you have a desk or a chair or some type of heavy object that you need to move from one place to another, and you're asking someone for help, and in this case, the heavy object is this sin, and the helper is, of course, God, but your husband needs you. Um, that means if you are a helper, then that means you have to be uh, strength equivalent or stronger in order to push that object from one place to another to get it to the desired place. So with that being said, I'm not trying to say that you're the reason why your husband's eyes are all over the place and blah, blah, blah. That's not what we're trying to say. We're trying to say is if, if what we're trying to say is if you suffer from uh, those types of issues, your own self, um, in order for you to be able to help your husband, you have to get delivered. Because, again, like I said, a lot of these women that I counsel that have these issues, they have issues uh, with uh, sexual immorality as well. Exactly. And exactly. And, and I can attest to, you know, like from personal experience that I had to come to the place, you know, between my first marriage and my second marriage and the beginning of the deliverance process in my own life is that I had to come to the place, too, of asking myself, why did I attract these types of men to me? Why did, how did I, what was it about me that attracted the type of men that wanted to use me, abuse me, um, that had these kinds of issues? Well, I had still re res residual in my own life from my own abuse, from my own abuse as a child and, you know, some of the things that I later did as an adult. So, so that is why I say you have to examine how could your lifestyle have, or your actions have predisposed you to this violation. We're not saying that it's your fault that he has those issues, but what is it about you spiritually that attracted that kind of person to you with those spiritual issues also is something that you need to think about and pray about and ask God to show you, show you the areas in your life. Where are, are you, have you gotten over the abuse that happened to you or the abuse that you've done to yourself maybe subsequent to that? Because a lot of women become promiscuous after they've been abused themselves, they also, you know, become promiscuous, have, have multiple partners and have been with other people before they even get married. And they think that when they get married, all this is going to just magically go away. It doesn't. It doesn't. It can't. You can't have authority over these areas in your life until you've been delivered yourself. Amen. 
Amen. And some will, you know, try to say, well, I don't think like that, you know. No, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that because, you know, I'm not a person who's like that. Okay, well, you have to understand a lot of these women that I talk with, they don't have really happy marriages. Um, and that, 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 that's something that you, you got to put your pride down and just get really um, transparent before God because of a lot of women that, that I talk to that deal with these issues with their husbands, when, when, when you get down, really get down to being honest after you break down all the walls and all the defense mechanisms, you know, and all their public displays of affections, you know, you want to uh, out in public. I'm talking about Christian folk. You want to mm-hmm. be out and kiss and, you know, do all this other kind of stuff as if that's how you live behind closed doors. And you don't really live like that behind closed doors, but you want the public to think that you live like this behind closed doors. But when you get behind the closed doors, you guys don't talk to each other really. You don't communicate with one another. Um, You communicate on what you need to, but as far as any real intimacy within the marriage, there is none. And a lot of these women, they're really not happy in their marriage. Um, and, and, and to go back, um, uh, in one of the cases, in some of the cases, these women have um, uh, not a lot, but they, I have one case where, a couple of cases where uh, some of the women, they've been married before, um, and, and, and that marriage may not have been so good because they're married again. And so now they're trying to uh, make the husband, you know, pay for, you know, uh, uh, things that they didn't receive from the previous marriage. And we're not going to get into all of that. But all these different things um, 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 are things that we have to deal with. There's no real intimacy in the marriage Um uh, 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 naturally or spiritually, um, everything is a facade. Um, so, uh, and when if, comes- and- oh, go ahead. I was going to say, and if all was well, they wouldn't be coming. They wouldn't be seeking counseling. No, they wouldn't. So, be so just because they may say that they don't have those thoughts or they don't struggle with those issues now that they've gotten married, they did this or they did that, and they don't have those issues. It doesn't solve the problem if your husband still has the issues. Mm-hmm. So, because like I tried to explain, your husband is more than just your husband. Um, because what I come to find out is our compassion levels sometimes are very interesting. We have compassions for up compassion for other people, but when stuff hits the fan in our own house, yeah. we don't exercise compassion and love. It's it's their fault. It's this. It's it's that. It's because you did this. Uh, but if it was somebody else coming to you you would have more compassion. And your husband is more than your husband. He's also your friend, but he is also an, a brother in Christ. And he's coming to you with a problem. And that's even if he can come to you. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the times, as um, wise, the Bible says a wise woman, and that's why we're talking to wise women, because mm-hmm. if you're going to help um, in prayer and in possibly uh, laying hands on your husband and, and casting some things out and rebuking some things out, even if you even believe in all of that, um, uh, it's going to take that. It's going to take wisdom. The Bible says a wise woman builds her house. A foolish one will tear it down. And a lot of the times we tear it down with our mouth. 
Um, but you need to be strong, put your emotions aside, and that's not to say that it doesn't hurt, that it mm-hmm. doesn't won't, but it's your brother with an issue. This is your husband with the issue, and the issue just so happens to be pornography uh, or masturbation or whatever the sin is. If he came to you with gambling, you need to do the same thing, uh, whatever the issue may be. And that takes some growth. That that takes mm-hmm. that takes that takes some growth um, uh, on your part, some deliverance on your part, and trusting and believing God's word because the emotion emotions that get involved, if they're not properly put in their place, is only going to add fuel to the fire that's already going. Your job as a wife, when, you're, when your husband comes, your helpers to one another, you need to be able to go to him. When you got an issue, he needs to be able to come to you if he has an issue. Next to God, you're it. He yeah. should be able to find rest in you, comfort in you, um, um, a safe place in you to be able to go, you know what, I got this issue, I need you to pray with me. And a lot of husbands, of course, they don't come with those words. Uh, some just come, you know, I did this. And the wife is like, you did what? I don't want to talk to you, and they immediately shut down. Everything stops. I mean, the sex stops, the cooking stops, everything stops. You're lucky if you get a meal, you know. um, Hold it, hold it, hold it. On that note, see, you're getting me fired up again, and we've only got a minute left. Um, On that note, in order to avoid these kind of problems 100%, I think all of us would have to, to leave this earth. I think that we would have to die and leave this earth and have no. <laughs> so what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that this is so prevalent. This is so prevalent that we have to learn to deal with it. We have to learn to overcome it through Christ. I'm going to ask uh, Ramika, cause we only got about 30 seconds left. If we, do you think we should continue this? I think we should. I think we'll be able to um, sum it up possibly in one more show and really uh, hit it. And, and, And women of God, if you're out there, call in. Men of God, if you're out there, call in so that you can get the help and the healing. The Bible says confess your fault and he will heal you. Amen. Amen. Hold on, Ramika. Amen. We'll talk to y'all again next week, people. Pray about it. Seek the Lord. In the meantime, he loves you. Good night.